0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase.
3: Here we go. Do you want to introduce this one? Why not? Why not? Oh, oh nice. I, got real,
1: I got real shot of nerves. Then on the Scummy Mummies podcast, I got uh-huh. real like, oh my god! Up until this point, I've just been sitting uncomfortably uh, close to you both on the sofa. I've like, got some
3: MDMA in your tea. Oh, that's, that's what it is. it is! It's kicking <laughs> in. I'm coming
1: up. Okay, great. Go. Do I chewing gum? Oh, really, really dry gums. I'm going to be fine. going to be Oh my god! This is the Scummy Mummies
3: podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And guess what, Ellie? We've got Tom Price on the podcast. Yes. It's
1: this guy. Hi, Tom Price. Hi, guys. So that one's Helen and that one's Ellie. Yes. And now I know. Right. Oh. oh, gosh, we've got that the out of The Mystery way. has
2: been revealed. It's yeah. like the end of Scooby Doo. I, I had
1: you the other way around, like Anton Deck, but now I've got you it sorted. Okay, great. Oh, do you wear know name badges do you think that would make it a lot easier just so I can I mean Is we're not I'm... identical twins I mean, <laughs> not that's hard... true there's can definitely it... a no difference. I mean fine, Ellie's... No, got Ellie's
2: got glasses that's what I always say
1: and, <laughs> that's and what... the crucial difference <laughs> Ellie always does <laughs> always say that yeah <laughs>
3: What's your comedy partner like? Well, she's got glasses, uh, That's...
1: and people go, "Sound? She sounds great. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she sounds, sounds hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Myopic so... people are funny, <laughs> absolute funniest."
3: Well, we are. We are the
2: classic double act because you know Ellie is thin and got glasses, and I am not that. Uh, so I'm I'm sort of fattish. And blonde, so I think we kind of, you know, mean that's how it yeah.
3: goes. Yes, that's all you so, need to be a double act. You that's don't what, need. yeah, one fat person, yeah. one thin, so one I need to find the opposite of
1: me, then. Yes. if I want to be in a double act. Yes, okay, fine. Let's not discuss what the opposite of me would be because that would, <laughs> that would come out in a bad light. Why don't you? The man with the really hairy it? head and. Yeah. Really great jawline. <laughs> um, mm. Basically, yeah.
3: listeners, if you know anyone out of a, who looks like a Guess Who character, who would like to be friends, <laughs> glad to hang out with me. Oh, no, you just said you had a shot. I've I've had a shot of nerves because like here we are mm. pissing around in my living room as usual with our silly podcast. Yeah. you're an actual radio DJ on the radio. Wow.
1: I I mean you, this just seems to have happened in the last couple of years. I started DJing. I don't know how it's happened. I was just a Chopsy stand-up. And I got asked to go in and do a shift on magic radio.
3: Love a bit of magic. magic. That
1: is the phrase everyone says. Whenever you say, I work on magic, they go, I love a bit of magic. <laughs> I think that should be our new phrase. Magic. Everyone loves a bit of magic. That is really good. I love a bit of magic. Because you do. You jump on it. And I've loved it for years and years and years. And so when I first went into the Magic Towers, I was meeting all the DJs going,
3: oh.
1: Oh my God, God, it's
3: Paul Hayes. You've
0: been in (gasps) my car every Saturday.
1: Paul, you know me. You've been talking into my ear for the last 10 years. So, um, I mean, yeah, it has for me been a literal dream come true working on that station. It's so much fun. They're really loosening things up there. Everyone's having a bit more fun now. It's not just music, music, music. There's a bit of personality and a bit of a laugh that you can have now. And still get to play for Collins and get paid for it. So I'm I'm utterly thrilled to be doing that job.
2: Could yeah. you Could you describe for our international listeners uh, what magic of yeah. him is? I mean, uh, um, we know it and love it. But uh-huh. In a nutshell, what is it?
1: It's guilty pleasure songs that are not a guilty pleasure. Do yeah. not be ashamed of liking the Bangles and uh, Deacon Blue and every single Madonna song Yes, Um, and it's got kind of 80s emphasis
3: I'd say be ashamed but know that there are many other people who (laughs) are also
1: shameful it's a circle of musical shame (laughs) with additional George Ezra because there is no shame in liking George Ezra I'm slightly obsessed with George Ezra at the moment
3: who's been been your best celebrity that you've done Uh,
1: either Simon Pegg I Ah. would say he was really nice I liked him a lot for obvious reasons you know I've always loved his stuff and when you've always loved someone's stuff and then you interact with them and meet them and they're nice and it's positive Positive, that's yeah. just such a kind of win uh, the best one has been either right Susanna Constantine off of Trini and Susanna oh. I really really hit it off with her like I could have chatted to her for ages I don't know why just really liked was her was there a free song I was think she's... there might have been a free Ooh. free song she's me? a bit
2: naughty isn't she she's got a bit of sparkle yeah, hasn't
1: she? yeah. And uh, I really like that I really she really made me laugh a lot but the one predictably out of all the ones I've done recently uh, is Dawn French just uh. was oh. the but, I mean if I could have been sitting in a room with her since I did that interview three months ago, constantly, I would have happily... What I'm saying is I'd like to be imprisoned. prison. Yes, she, <laughs> she would be a great she cellmate. She's the
3: Terry so, Waite to your John McCarthy yeah. is what we're saying. <laughs> Terry Waite <laughs> made me <laughs> British. Contemporary reference. Why did Terry Waite make me British?
2: Terry Waite gave the speech at my nationalisation ceremony. So, and I didn't know who he was. Oh and then God. And then someone said, he was in prison for five
3: years and now he's not. I was like excellent with the speech and in my darkest times I just thought I hope and pray that one day I'll be able to stand in Lewisham Town Hall and welcome a family of Australians to Britain yeah Is that what he said yeah
2: that's what he said he said oh, thank god, god nice. I got out
3: at yeah. this moment yeah did he
1: do a really long speech and you were like I oh, know what it's like to be captured isn't scary
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, me up.
1: feel your pain mate now I know what the
3: wait stands for wait for him to give it a fucking rest Terry Longweight! Terry Longweight! Oh my god.
1: Good contemporary oh, stand up material there, guys. What? What's with that Terry Weight,
3: guys? Tell me another thing I was talking to someone about the Suez crisis yeah. the other day. <laughs>
1: I think there's a oh. real need for people to go out and do stand-up as if it's 1958.
3: <laughs> yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah. a historical stand-up. Yeah. Exactly. I'll give you ration book, I said. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, sorry, Terry Waitchat done. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Good. So when, when are you on, on the magic? Is it Saturday so, afternoon? a number of times I've been in my car and I've got. oh, I know that guy. Exactly. And my husband's like, oh, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I don't care, exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, just put it up. Um, so I go on Saturday and Sunday mornings now. I've moved okay. to weekend breakfasts. Ah. Six and ten, and then every now and again, as I'm doing at the moment. In fact, I sit in on weekday breakfast when the superstar boy zone singer, <laughs> there's that Rob Deering skit about him. Do you remember the Rob no, Deering skit no, no. about you're saying it best when you've got bread in your mouth? <laughs> That was a Rob Deering joke, just to be absolutely does, he, does
3: he like that? Does he know that?
1: Uh, Ronan. He yeah. does, he references it. Apparently, he okay. talks about the fact that he sings sometimes certain songs in a weird way.
3: Okay. So, oh. yeah.
1: Go and get
3: Talk,
1: get going. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. And you're glad he's
2: on holiday because you get more money. Well,
1: the great thing about uh, a radio presenter who happens to be a multi-millionaire pop star is that they want to go on lots of holidays. Great. And enjoy their private jets and their personal golf course on an island. Um, he, what I am saying is he's the Donald Trump of the radio industry. Um, but a nice <laughs> one. But a really nice, charming one. And yes, yeah, so he goes off on holidays and I jump in uh, for him. which Very is nice. nice. Which is nice, yeah. It's good fun.
2: I mean, but you're used to getting up at fuck fuck o'clock, aren't you? Oh my God.
1: I'm used to it uh, because in 2012 oh yeah this is a podcast about parenthood okay yeah. um, wow well, uh,
3: no it's, it, it's more Terry Waite okay. in the yes. same Wait. way that Magic FM is about conjuring <laughs> no, not really <laughs> it's just in the name <laughs> these days why there
1: isn't a feature on actual magic I don't oh, know, I don't know. That is, that you need the magic hour. yeah I need to sort well, it out right. well it's
3: great for radio you can just say and now oh. I'm going to cut a woman in half no one's going to know well no so, you can just start the noises Ah yeah, I've
1: just cut her and I've actually I've actually done quite a lot of harm um, no so uh, yeah so in 2012 we had our first child aha
2: uh-huh. yeah
1: who was a boy and he didn't sleep for the first probably five years. Oh. One of those ones. Do you? Ones I've, I've had
3: two of those. You've got yeah. two, because you've
1: got two boys as I've well. I've got two boys yeah. and the
3: first one liked for the first couple of years liked to wake up every one to two hours. Yes, hello. And then the second one liked to wake up for the first year every 45 Christ, minutes. Oh I'm surprised he's alive. That yeah. He I'm surprised any day. of us are alive. Yeah. yeah. We
1: point. said that about the first one a lot like, how has he survived yes. not... Like, how has he not really damaged himself?
3: Yeah. How is he not right, killing you know. himself?
1: So, well, yeah, Wilfred, my eldest I uh, didn't sleep for ages. Oh. And it was just... It was truly horrendous.
3: That was like the training
1: ground, though, for breakfast radio. I mean, yeah, that's you? true. It did you
2: a favour, Tom. It was almost like he yes. knew your destiny that you did not.
1: But that is really true now. Everything that happens... You must know this. Everything that happens after you've gone through that parenthood thing is it's easy isn't yeah. it it's easy like every I remember gigging when it was happening and that just went through this incredible period of about six months where I didn't give a shit about any of my stand-up gigs can we swear on this podcast I just, yeah. like, all the swears yes um, and I just fucking got on with my stand-up and it was just fun I was enjoying it because I wasn't whereas before six months before he was born I was this kind of tortured stand-up thinking about everything and worrying all the time and mm. not really enjoying it because yeah. I was sort of you know like crimping it out and then the kid comes and you're like Anything I do out of this house is a win. Basically. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Anything that happens to me, I'm in a
3: pub. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I do not have to
3: sit in that pub for three hours and watch twenty other oh. nine-year-olds do jokes about yeah. Tinder. Yeah. I'm having. I'm out of the house, and I'm, I've yeah. got some grist to yeah. on Facebook. That's yeah. what yeah. I've <laughs> guys, got. Six guys. minutes on
1: Facebook. Yeah. What's with that liking? Who do, who pokes anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was. it's amazing the uh, light that it shines on everything else in your life. As much as being a source of light itself and mm. wonderment and all that stuff, we all know that stuff, whatever. It is great. But the effect it has on everything else professionally has been amazing. It really has. It's great. Because
2: mm. you talk, you talk, we've talked to lots of mums and dads before about, you know, going back to work after having kids. And they're mm. like, I had a hot cup of tea. Yeah. I didn't have to watch Mr. Tumble. And all those things, you were out of the house. And, yeah. and there's a new light on the world that you hadn't
3: seen before. Yeah. Just, just think of the people who like are researchers on Mr. Tumble though imagine what they're <laughs> like <Can't leave laughs> what? <can't> leave. Especially,
1: <laughs> especially if they've got kids at home yeah. so they yeah. have to put up with that at oh, work
3: it's, oh, god. it's
1: true I remember um, I've always been the sort of person who when you see old blokes in pubs or just men generally it tends to be a male thing sitting in a pub by themselves not talking I've always been like god that's really sad or you see couples who don't talk to each other and you just mm. think god that's really sad then you have kids and you're like no I just want to go and sit with my wife preferably in a pub in complete silence yeah do you know what I mean yeah. I've suddenly tuned into that as a thing and I see why that would be an attractive thing to do to just sit there and just oh, just properly almost like in a sort of shell-shocked way Yeah, you know? it's almost like people on a on a train or a bus coming from the, the front uh, during the First World War just sort of sitting there all rocking together there's been injuries many of us have been taken away we'll never be the same again yeah what I'm saying is, parenthood is as bad as the.
3: Yeah, no, I mean I, I've loved it's all the same. references that's why so, so much far. Great poetry, <laughs> we've got. <laughs> yes, where's, where's all the parenthood poetry? Where's our sea free society? This is what I'm saying.
2: Because that's what i was thinking about. Because there's there's such anger as well. That's why I think my stand-up was better after I had kids because I had such unbridled anger about the world and about you know about parenthood and things like that that I thought yeah. I was funnier because I was just like I just did not give a shit yeah. well, what That's were what you I, angry about? just everything just you mm. know like you know like I was tired so I had like a fierceness that I didn't have before because yeah. everything was fine because I just could go home and have a sleep but then when yeah. I was doing stand up with a little child I couldn't sleep or anything so yeah
1: yeah you were kind of in free fall yeah. so you'd, you'd go and take it out on the audience and There's the, the one gig that really sits for me, it was doing warm-up for a Ben Elton sitcom, which uh, was an absolute dirge. But I was just, I had the night, probably the best gig of my life. Yeah. Because, and it was when Wilfred was like four months old and we were in the middle of colic. He was just screaming 24 hours a day, basically. And I would just go on stage and I, I didn't remember half my stuff and they were just laughing because I'd connected yeah. with that absolute lack of caring and just, it was just really honest. It was just really honest. Yeah. I, it wasn't even like the material was all about having kids at all. It wasn't like I was going, oh, you know, changing up, he's real, what's that all about? It was yeah. just sort of... Yeah, he
3: would make comedy out of that comedy?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, a bunch of morons. Idiots. Obviously, there's <laughs> great stuff in that, but I was just kind of, yeah, I was in a, it was a free fall. It was jumping out of a parachute time. That's what, yeah. it, out of a parachute, out of a plane. And you weren't quite sure about the parachute. Yeah, so that analogy.
3: That's how I felt last. So last week, or mm. when it, well, probably later than last week, the time this goes out, I had to host an award ceremony for oh, a yeah. video games. So quite a, quite a men heavy scenario, yeah. video games awards, and I had to go on stage uh, two minutes after England had lost their semi final
1: oh. World
3: Cup. God. out of the World Cup yes, yes. match oh,
1: wow. so
3: uh, yeah and that felt like jumping out of a plane
1: yeah oh. were you just like hey guys it's like FIFA just put the machine off put it back on again <laughs> yeah. we can start again
3: um,
2: I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask I mean this is a, this has no segue but I wanted to ask you about being the voice of Nescafe
1: oh, oh yes that was quite a while ago good googling was, it. It. yes exactly.
3: uh, see the research yeah, in detail which advert was, not not the old gold blend ones you would have been no, like, no. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was me it was born in
3: 1980 at least yeah was an eight,
1: eight year old child
3: well, cafe yeah. it is quite nice <laughs>
1: yes uh, huh? I did... let
3: Tony had some coffee <laughs> he might give you head back when mummy has coffee she's much nicer to me
1: uh-huh. i sorry that's just the truth um, yeah no I did Nescafe in about 2005 six seven right mm. new Nescafe Dolce Gusto <laughs> <laughs> let's go do it again do it again <laughs> what was it uh, Nescafe it's all about you <laughs> it's all no it was it, that was that, that was a gig that I lost uh because i had done it for I did it for like two years and I remember I was going in and doing it again I'd be like hey Tom come in how's it going and the whole time I'm thinking oh I'm a massive fraud because I'm going to get in there and all I'm going to say is Nescafe it's all about you like why are they getting me back and I go in and I was doing it and I could see them talking and you know there's a button the, they they press you know like Clem Fandango and toast. They press yeah. the button and then you they speak Yes I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they didn't know they had the button pressed. They didn't ah. know I could hear them and they went, His voice isn't rich enough for this, isn't it? Oh. It's not working. Oh. We, need get, we need to get Terry Wogan. Did you in.
2: did
1: you <laughs> I swear to God this trick. They said we need to get if we can get Terry Wogan then I think we should because this isn't working for us. <gasps> and then they came back to me and went, Hi Tom, that's thank you so much for coming in. I was thinking, Oh fuck, I've just lost my Nescafe gig, I've been here for two years. Oh no. Um, and uh, like a month later, Wogan popped up.
3: Oh, no. Doing it. Like, that guy
1: needed more money. Gosh. Rest in peace.
3: Oh, God. He's got a whole
1: house named after him in central London. It's extraordinary.
3: Oh, That's terrible. Yeah, but it
1: happens. It does. It happens all the time. I lost the other one uh, gig I did, which was a bit like that, was the um, the monkey for PG Tips. Ben Miller does normally. Brilliantly. Yes. Brilliantly. But every now and again, he decides not to do it for various political reasons. <coughs> Cash. <laughs> <coughs> he wants more money. <coughs> so he drops out of it, and I hop in and do it for a little bit. I haven't done it for years now actually uh, and I was doing it they signed me up for a whole year once doing the monkey doing the monkey I was like this is amazing and it was quite good cash as well That's certainly where I was in my stand-up career then it like quadrupled my income overnight and I lost that gig on my wedding day oh! The day I got married.
3: Oh no! Really yeah. oh hey, hard to stay positive. Did you take the monkey to your wedding? <laughs> that's
1: that's why I lost it. No, it because Ben had agreed that he wanted to do it again oh. with Johnny Vegas, and unbeknownst to me, they'd, they'd already recorded something, and I only found out because there was a thing in the Radio Times saying they're doing a whole Christmas season. With Ben Miller and...
3: What were you doing reading the Radio Times on your wedding day? Yeah, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know. you be ironing your That's shirt? I
1: took a bit of time. I was looking for inspiration for my speech. That's what everyone does, right? read <laughs> <laughs> the Radio Times. Yeah.
2: So, um, so you're, you're in a similar time of parenting uh, as Ellie, so you've got like yeah. a nearly that 3 That one's Ellie, right? That's it's Ellie, really cool. yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: the clever one. Uh, and, um... So, yeah, I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old.
2: Yes. And does that one sleep?
1: Uh, he sleeps much better than the first one so we've called oh. them Thunder and Lightning those are our nicknames for them and he is Thunder he is a big rotund kind of uh, loud creature and then Lightning who is six is like beep, 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 beep. if he was in this room now like everything would have come off that mantelpiece it would have been around <laughs> the back of the telly uh, it'd just be like a critter going on what's, this? The room.
3: what's this pull the plugs yeah. out now not only have you got uh, two children six and under you've also got a dog why did you do that well the dog
1: came first
3: oh, to okay. be fair oh, right. yeah is she was the, That's your big baby. She's like, she is our number one.
1: I can tell who my wife is talking to based on her tone of voice. Yeah. And it's, I, I just know when it's the dog, because she's like, oh, hello. Like, <laughs> That's not one of our kids. <laughs> if it's the kid walking in the room, it's like, what is it? What's wrong? I don't know. Go and ask your father. Just, just go and tell him not to do it again. Polly walks in the room, she's like, oh, no. She's rolled in fox poo. <laughs> she's so cute. Uh, uh, so we really love Polly who is uh, nearly 12 oh my
2: god oh my stop god. don't she's
1: gonna die and it's gonna be awful we're
3: all gonna um, die Tom we're all gonna die I know I know I know. It's a, good, it's a
1: good actually thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's really great you should do
1: that at least once a podcast oh you're welcome hey
3: yeah. yeah, kids we're gonna die so <laughs> this have is some carry on the will carry on carry on this is why <laughs> <laughs> shit like that
1: <laughs> so desperate to get on Griefcast. I need to kill someone in my family first to get on that stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, Polly is a Labradoodle and. It's just amazing getting a dog, especially in London, because it just unplugged a whole community of great people. And I met loads of cool people uh, who would walk their dog in the park every day, and we would just hang out, and people who weren't stand-ups, but were still creative. like I met someone who's a chef, I met a photographer, I met a fashion expert, like random people um, doing who all happened to have dogs. and. It just, know, it just sort of plugs you into a whole new world of people. It really connects you to other people. Which, of course, you'd know through kids, right? As soon as you've got yeah. kids in an area. It's a different
2: kind of chat. It's a different kind of chat yes. because you just love your pet. You're not kind of going, oh, isn't it shit having a dog? Because you all no. think
1: it's awesome having a dog. So so what do you do? Because what I love about this podcast is the the reality with which you approach.
2: The fair honesty. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. Um, what's your approach when you when you meet someone who has the... The sort of foggy eyes, the 10,000 mile stare, whatever the phrase is, which is like, I'm not going to say anything negative about my child. You know what I mean? Or you know like when you say something like, he's being a turd, and they just go, oh.
2: oh. I, I just go more honest because I, yes. I don't know how to. I go darker and <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna break you. I'm gonna break you. I'm yeah. like, are oh, they shits? Oh, yeah. oh, they're little cunts. Like, <laughs> like I just go darker and darker and darker until they walk away. That's why <laughs> And I'm, then you
1: never see them again. Yeah exactly, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, that's
1: that's very efficient. Yeah, parent friending. And I because
2: and also because I'm, now that I'm doing so much. Like, you know live comedy and I'm always in like a bit jokey I, the comedy sarcastic thing never turns off Like no. I, was, I was at the swimming pool the other day and I got there too early and they said oh so you can't go in because it's seniors hour uh, it's over 60s and I was like oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it's like old oh, people are such miserable cunts <laughs> and they- I think it's strong at 7.30. Oh <laughs> I was all like, oh, I'm Jazzy, Jazzy, I'm <laughs> just, <got> <laughs> just
1: Am I right, guys? Sorry. Are you expecting to turn around and see an audience yeah, of 500 like, people behind you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. I
3: this, if you're covering for Ronan Keating tomorrow, maybe yeah. don't go down that road. Can that I just more...
1: explain to your listeners that you guys came on my radio show and my producer, Adam, was like, uh, so should we pre-record these guys? And I was like, no, these guys are pros. We can get them online. And he was like, let's pre-record it. And I was like, no mate we don't need to these guys they know they're not going to swear and he was like let's pre-record it ok fine got them on hey it's going to be my ease. you're on magic and the first thing he did was fucking hell guys I don't know actually if it was you it was, it was it was one of you it. dropped it, an absolute F-bomb in the first minute and I was always like always
3: me yeah good yeah. job
1: we pre-recorded this team Ooh,
3: so, that's gone pretty well and then yeah. I was I was on the other phone going oh <laughs> and I was like no we'll be alright now and then she went yeah I mean you know what can I say they're twats <laughs> <laughs> such a liability again with the double thrilled. act
2: don't, don't have an Australian don't have an Australian I was absolutely S-
1: thrilled <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd done that on air yeah. that been great.
3: and we haven't been asked back <laughs> uh,
1: we pre-recorded magic. the heck out of
3: that yeah. <laughs> oh dear
1: honestly though honesty is the best bit isn't it of having kids I love that you know every morning when I arrive at the playground and I see other parents and they're like how's it going I'm like yeah it's, it's horrendous eight minutes ago I actually if I had a gun I'd have killed myself it's that bad <laughs> I want to know, I want to yeah. know that.
2: Well, I saw someone today tweet going, "Oh, my daughter's seven today, and I cannot say a bad thing. It's just oh, been all God. wonderful." I going, like, "Really? Has it though? All of it, yeah, like exactly. the gastro, the nits, yeah, the worms, yeah. the, the, yes. the the unbridled rage you have towards your partner. I mean, yeah. is that wonderful?
1: The cost, the smells, oh. the disappointing holidays that she'd you have. You've had to take away from term time. I mean,
2: my genitals are ruined. Yeah. My my marriage is in the toilet. I mean, yeah. the, it's been the, magical. It has." <laughs> Magic Hashtag Blessed. It is annoying when that
1: happens. But then what well, that's what's great though, isn't it, about doing that honesty, uh, is that you go full circle and you suddenly go, I do absolutely love this. Yeah. I absolutely love these kids. It's brilliant. But I've only got to that point of realising how much I love them mm. by going through all that it's like supporting a football team. Yeah. You expect...
3: You've got the
2: arc.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanna see them lose at home to stoke, i.e., yeah. you, you know, do a massive shit on the new sofa. Because that's gonna make me love them all the more by the end of the season.
2: Have they have they made you cry? Have you have you got to that the joy of like the Christmas concert or something like that? Have they broken yeah. you with that like oh, there's something in my eye? Oh my god. I they're
3: mean, the most special. People. You've got,
1: they've got the most amazing head at their school. She's incredible. She's a brilliant, brilliant woman and uh she does this speech every uh, Christmas at the Christmas show which basically involves telling the parents that time is running out mm. time with your children is running out you, these little babies in reception now you will look back on this and go I can't believe how quickly it's gone and where has this time gone so really enjoy this while you can really guys all sitting there watching this Christmas show enjoy it because this goes in the bat we're of an eye. we're
3: all going to die one day yeah, that comes <laughs> back to that and all the parents like...
1: <laughs> so yeah I just try remember
3: to everyone death is coming death is coming for us all Merry Christmas <laughs> oh
1: uh, yeah, the Christmas play. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but yeah, I cried watching. It. I mean, I I cry more than my wife. Beth was she's the automaton in our relationship. She's like a
3: she. She runs the ship. She's, she's AI man.
1: She's AI. She yeah. isn't a real person, uh, so she does look baffled at me when I'm just weeping at something. <laughs>
3: Have you seen Westworld?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah Sounds
1: like is. you live in it. So really yeah. Nice. yeah, she's more of a Cylon from Battlestar. Oh, that's her thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's oh. a reference I don't get.
1: Have you yeah. not watched Battlestar Galactica? No, it's fantastic it's, the remake is it's oh. my
3: favourite television series of all time me too yes. me
1: too man that'll front so, yeah. yeah yeah good
3: BSG Club
1: it's brilliant <laughs> brilliant
2: <laughs> I have stopped caring listener. now <laughs> um. <laughs> have a Sorry, lovely to time a little, together
1: just pulled into a nerd lay by we're back <laughs> on little... track now
2: can we just touch on Torchwood because there, will be, there will be. Can we can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Oh, now now he's being fucking nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, see, I watched Torchwood and I really really enjoy it. You're in this one, so tell us about Torchwood. So
1: yeah, Torchwood is um it's the spin off of Doctor Who, which Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who.
3: She didn't know that.
1: Oh my god, this is always a wonderful. <laughs> fucking Do you want to get a pen? and Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You just did the best face ever. You actually flinched and looked at Eddie like, is he shitting me? Is that actually true? Is that just happened? Oh, my I'm God. I'm just going to
2: check my notes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is
1: an anagram of Doctor Who. Oh,
2: my God.
1: And it was conceived by the incredible Russell T. Davis, who we all know is a genius. And it was designed to be a kind of more adult, grown-up version of Doctor Who. Some people really didn't like it at all. Michael Legg, um, <laughs> who vociferously hated it on Twitter several times. Um, uh, but a lot of people loved it because it was a slightly more grown up version of Doctor Who and also because it dealt with a lot of um, sexuality stuff there was a lot of uh, gay relationships in it and it all happens. yeah this was all happening in like 2007 Captain Jack know, was a hornbag Captain Jack would have he'd have gone he anything that's the John yeah. Barrowman
3: character yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. no he's he, alright he's good oh he's fabulous he's
1: yeah. yeah I mean he's a piece of work I've, so now
3: because he was in Miss Saigon which famously is an anagram of thing. <laughs> <laughs> where gay are where <laughs> are you going if you'd done an underground
1: mis- <laughs> mis- <laughs> I'd be like holy oh, shit how is this know. podcast not winning more awards because that's exquisite oh Miss Sogong is underground
3: duck fingering. no, a- no, no, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no sag tits I don't know <laughs> anyway
1: and uh, but what's been fun about Torchwood is like Along the way, so it started as a random audition, and I'm Welsh, obviously. So they were like, "Do you Welsh accent? Do you sort of native Welsh accent?" So I did that, and they went, "Oh, great!" And my character was was supposed to die at the end of the series, and luckily enough, it didn't. And then in series four, I think it was, obviously, you'd know, mm-hmm. um, we got to go and film in America, so I got to go out to LA, and we filmed on the Warner lot, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, like, grown up time." It was amazing. It wow. was, a, I mean, it was. One of the bits, you know, mm. one of the good bits, which you'll look mm. back on and just be like, "Yeah, this is this has gone fine." Um, yeah. well, but let's
3: just say, you know, well done on getting your first audition. But uh, happened to know that uh, after that audition, they did make a call to Terry Wogan. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, rich I, enough.
1: I actually thought you were going to say Terry Wait though. <laughs>
3: All the Well, I was, was gonna well say that Norway's. was the next phone call and then eventually they were like, No, fuck it, go with that guy. <laughs> yeah, can't he's be cheaper. It was yeah. amazing.
1: But I've done more since then I've done way more time doing conventions than actually I spent doing the show.
3: At the sci fi conventions, like mm. are you there with like people out of Battlestar and, yeah. and like are you sitting next okay. to, between Chewbacca and fucking Starbucks? Yes. Oh my god That's the best
1: thing about it.
3: That's I don't
1: amazing. really do I haven't done them for like three years now because it got to the point where it was embarrassing how little I was <laughs> there's just no point in doing it. Uh, financially, and people didn't really know who I was. It was not worth it, and that's absolutely fine. I was sitting at one stage next to Chris Barry, obviously Rimmer from we Red it, Dwarf, yeah. and his queue right next to me was like a thousand people. I was just sitting by myself like this. We like,
2: we have experienced that because we did the yeah. Hay Festival, okay. and we were next to Monty Don. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're absolutely doomed. We had
2: three people wanting to sign our book, and like Aww. everybody
1: wanted Monty Don. Yeah, but if you did scummy grandmummies. Then you'd have had a massacre yeah. at so the Hay know, Festival. Do you
2: know what we did instead? Because we were wearing our gold cat suits. Yeah. We just ran behind Monty Don doing <laughs> lewd hand gestures. bombed <laughs> him. <them. Yeah>. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Honestly, how was he about that?
2: He was, I don't think he knew okay, fine. Fine. we were just kind of like gesturing behind him when the old yeah. grannies were like signing the book we, we, oh, did, we cool. did it
3: again to Tony Hawk cool. This year. <laughs> we and he was mildly so he pretended to be mildly amused but I think he, he just wasn't saw what at the all. fuck is wrong <laughs> women is this some, some sort of protest is this yeah.
1: mothers for justice is that yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Um, but
3: yeah you were saying so you're at these conventions
1: so these conventions and um, what was I going to tell you about the conventions gosh I had half the story parked in my head Um,
3: next to the
1: Red Dwarf dude so next to the Red Dwarf dude yeah oh no the people I've
3: met holy shit
1: so uh, the cast of Hello Hello (laughs)
3: Yeah. <laughs> was, suit to fucking that is da boom I
1: was hopeless. <laughs> all four of the main ones were there I was like hair flick are you kidding me you're hair flick get the shit over here right now and when you're at those things you've got the past so you get to run around and meet all the people oh my then God. I met the guy from Battlestar who's got the cat you know the British actor who wears sunglasses in Battlestar Galactica he's got a head like an egg he's like he's he's bald and um, he only pops up in like series five or six. I can't remember his character name. Okay, your nerdier listeners now will be going, will be shouting at their device, "What it is, you idiot!" Yeah. that guy. Anyway, I met him at one of them, and uh, that was beyond exciting. That was really, yeah, I got a bit too excited about that. So oh. yes, it's great to go to those conventions and be a fan, but to go as a as a star of sci-fi <laughs> in 2018 when Torchwood finished in 2011 is a tricky sell.
2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code
0: ACAST. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Well, I think it's time for a game. Oh,
3: great idea. I've made up a game. Oh, as if by magic. I know, right. Boom. There
2: Um, you go. This game is called, listener, Heavy Petting. Okay. Great
1: news. Thank (laughs) you.
2: So, I have put together a group of celebrities and their famous celebrity pets, but also ones that aren't true. Have I explained that in a really long way? Yeah, good. But
3: I think we, I think we've got it. You got, got it. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what
2: I'm going to test is whether you know whether this celebrity's pet is real or not. <laughs> <laughs> Again.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Very short. So <laughs> it's going to be like John Travolta's poodle, fictional or
1: non-fictional. <laughs> yeah. Is that basically what it is? Okay. Right? okay. Yeah, Fine. True yeah. yeah. right. sure or right.
2: false. True sure or false. Right. And so you need to buzz in. Okay. So this is first ever on the podcast. It's called. Okay. Heavy petting. Yep. Are we ready?
3: Yeah. Okay. Got the, got okay. the name. Right.
1: How do I buzz into That's the me with a
3: joke. If people don't laugh, just say it again. And then look
1: meaningfully at them. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laugh. The Guys. Arseholes. Thank you. Yes. Good.
2: <laughs> All right. True or false? Eminem has a pig called Kevin Bacon.
1: Ooh. Uh, I think that's true. I'm going to say false just to be different.
3: It is false. God right. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he it hasn't.
1: It's actually called <laughs> Francis Bacon.
2: Yes. <laughs> Okay, does Katy Perry have a cat called Kitty Perry? <laughs> That's so all, false. These
1: all false. That is every single hang one on, of these hang false.
2: I need your answer, Tom, I'm not your false. sarcasm. False. I have no answers available.
1: Have, if you take away my sarcasm, that's it. I have nothing. There's nothing left of me. I'm gonna say false.
3: Only your brain could come up with that. That's mm. false. It is true, motherfucker. <gasps> Are you kidding? <laughs> that is her cat's name, Kitty Purry.
1: Kitty Purry. Is her
3: cat okay, oh no my no wonder God. Russell Brown couldn't handle it. <laughs> he had to
2: get out of there. He hates cat Danny Minogue has a chihuahua called <laughs>
3: Sweet, Sweet
2: Jesus.
1: Jesus. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Danny Murray's at home just going, oh my god, finally someone's Googled me for the first time in six years. Her Google alerts are set up. Oh my god. False.
2: False, yes. Oh, damn it. This is grippy, this game. Vanilla Rise has a kangaroo called Bucky Buckaroo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Vanilla Rise I mean, has a kangaroo
3: called Bucky Buckaroo.
1: I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say true because it's just tricky to think of really? like I
3: feel like he's away on tour a lot though not it How is he he's probably it?
1: got people to look after the kangaroo do you oh, know I Vanilla see. Ice uh, was in Panto in Chatham in
2: 2011 is that true <laughs> that's really good absolutely fact. true yeah oh, amazing yeah, you're absolutely wow. welcome Ellie true or false, false? It's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. He bought a pet kangaroo named Bucky Buckaroo when the little guy was just a baby. Now Bucky has all grown up and Vanilla wants him to live a comfortable life. The rapper confessed that the kangaroo is spoiled rotten. He lives in his own enclosure and even has a lover, a pot pig.
3: Oh, a lover yeah, what yeah. what pot- yes there's L- 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 kangaroons L- L- sleep with a pig like
1: interspecies incest yeah. right did on, you on the that? vanilla ice rush that's worse than what Michael it's Jackson did
3: that's like <laughs> porny fan fiction. <coughs> no it's not yeah. true. <laughs> it's
2: not real no vanilla ice has a kangaroo called bucky
3: buckaroo the fuck's a <laughs> deal with <laughs> it the a pig deal with like it like it. it's <laughs> having a fucking kangaroo do they often argue like this in this
1: podcast because it's quite obsessive vanilla
3: ice wait that's the headline that's the hook vanilla ice has a kangaroo that fucks a pig Right. That's insane. Where do, what website is this, for? Is this, <laughs> we this from? We can KFC? discuss this later. No, we need to get to Bomberner's. Is... They actually don't get Is this from, from How are your TV? kids
1: possibly going to sleep with all your shouting at <laughs> the
3: they're, they're used to it. <laughs> Iggy Pop has a
2: raccoon called Bullseye Bob
3: it's too similar to Bucky Buckaroo it's like you ran out of mm. imagination a bit and you just thought you'd go for another alliterative BB name so I love the way false.
1: you're going under the bonnet there of yeah. finding out yeah. how yeah. she takes know
3: she knows
4: words. how to hurt me, yeah
1: she does man it's
3: very effective <laughs> I'm know. i know going to go
1: true because I think you're absolutely great <laughs> What's the, no, oh, no it's, it's false
3: shit <laughs> <laughs> it next oh, right. 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 Joan Collins <laughs> has <laughs> called
1: Bibi Bobby Bumba dee boobles
2: Dane Bowers has a horse called Saucy Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Dane
3: Bowers.
1: Dane Bowers and Danny Mino together on the same podcast. Um, he is we, out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's every chance that's true.
2: I think that's false. That's false. Oh. Uh, Martine McCutcheon has a hairless
3: cat called Jeremy Sparkles. <laughs> Is it hairless because she's had it waxed? Give that cat a full face. I always thought Martine McCutcheon would have a hairless pussy.
1: <laughs> I'm
3: going to say that's
1: true. You just note the way she walks in those leather chaps. Yeah. She I'm going to say. <laughs> that's the noise of Martine McCutcheon walking with her Hollywood on. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> Tiffany. Um I oh uh false. Uh
2: you were correct Tom. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. I'll let's have the last one. Wow. Nicholas Cage has a king cobra called Justin Bieber.
3: Um, <laughs> I wish that was true. Yeah. Is that just what he calls his cock <laughs> it's what he calls his one eye trousers <laughs> Um
1: hasn't Nicholas Cage retired now, by the way? I don't he know. he the other day that he's retired, which is a oh. real shame for stand-up comics. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it is uh, false. That's right. It's actually called Sheba. Oh. He's got wow. a King's, King's Error. Yes,
2: called Sheba. And he bought it to mimic the movements to be scary for his part in Ghost Rider.
1: Okay. So there he could are. train. Yes. It's his acting train. That's yes. how he gets himself ready. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: that was it. Fairly mediocre game. Can we have the results?
1: That's I what I'm think... Not that I'm hyper competitive oh. or anything. Uh,
3: the winner is.
1: Oh, yeah, hang on! There, you're just making it. up Well,
3: i actually going to edit it. Okay, a um, um, more boring one. Oh, so sure, of course. Yeah, oh, I, don't okay. I don't know if you've got any radio experience. Only <laughs> <laughs> um, live, only really, live. No,
1: we only do truth on live radio. Yeah, um, that's what we deal in. The
3: winner is. Go on. The Price is Right. Oh, I've never had that before. That's it's amazing. Never that before. Welcome. I, mate. I'm going to oh. take that one. Oh, well, there we go. Good times. We've covered so much. We have. We haven't talked about though my favourite Magic FM song and I do think of it as a Magic FM song because it's yeah. always on within 40 minutes of turning Magic FM can I
1: guess what song that is I
3: think go on then
1: yeah is it uh, Toto and Africa
3: yes it is <laughs> doo-doo, doo-doo. Do, do. Voted one of the best
1: songs ever recently. Really, People, is it? Yeah, 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 by uh, Magic Listeners. But uh, it's it's an incredibly popular song, and it takes you to a different place. Ellie, you know it's a it's a really great song, and sometimes that different place is Absolute Radio or Kiss, just to get away from the noise of that song. Um, there's actually a Twitter account which you should follow. It, by it,
3: Toto, Bop, yeah, well, yeah. Oh.
1: It, there's a, one which is is Magic playing Africa by Toto. <laughs> It just tweets constantly, no, 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 and then yes,
3: and then it goes back to no, no, no. Oh, oh, so you so should follow that. I because I mean, for a phase, many years, now, I don't do so much because he's got a baby, so I feel sorry for him. But no. every time I heard Africa by Toto, no matter where I was, I would ring my friend Ollie and just hold the phone at the speaker <laughs> and just say nothing. <laughs> just, I just hold it there until he hang up. <laughs> so I would quite often turn magic on just so du- I could du- do that. Du- so thank du- you for that. Exactly. It's
1: a great, yeah, it's a great. It song. peaks
3: for me, pardon the punt, at the bit where it compares. It uses the the Serengeti. simile of comparing yeah. mm-hmm. Kilimanjaro yeah. to Mount Olympus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't have a concept of what Kilimanjaro was like, but now yeah. you compared it to a mountain. Yeah, I've got a. Con- I can see it now. It's in my brain. Wow, I mean that's songwriting. It's
1: the Google Earth of songs, isn't it? It's right up there in the stratosphere looking around the world it's really epic
3: are there are there any songs that come on on Magic Be Honest where mm. you're like oh god I'm going to take my headphones off Luther Vandross
1: Dance With My Father
3: I really? hate it oh. I hate
1: it with such a passion how does that go um, oh god i wanna dance how I'd love to dance with my, my father, father again yeah. did oh.
3: Roland cover that
1: Oh, God, maybe it's Ronan's cover that I'm supposed to <laughs> oh, oh,
3: no. Man. No
1: wonder he's so awkward with me. No, that's I, he's
3: known as. He's known as the, the Irish Luther Vandross. <laughs> oh, that's, that's his, that's that's his whole shtick. He's an Irish Vandross. You sure? Luter, <laughs>
1: Luter, <laughs> Luter, get in here. Get in here. Life's a roller coaster. Um, no, it's just, you know, it's a dreadful song. But it, we have to, you know, you, you can't choose all the songs of magic. You have to play what the people want to hear. And Some people especially Luther Vandross's record label, really want to hear um, that song. <laughs> apart from that, genuinely, I think I, I really do like all those songs. I've, I'm, I've become Mr. Easy Listening.
3: And is there no song where there's no artist apart from Luther that you just wouldn't play, you just refuse? Um, that I would refuse to play? Uh, no, not really. No. Uh,
1: apart from that Luther one, I, um, I'm not a big fan of She says two Celine Dion I don't really like, but I would never refuse to play her. But I did work with Mariah Carey last year. (gasps) I spent two days filming an advert with her for Hostel World. Google it, guys. Uh, What is Hostel World? Hostel World is a price comparison site for youth hostels. And let's be honest, guys, we don't need to know about that anymore because (laughs) the first part of the word "youth hostel" gives away why. And we went and made an advert in Spain where Mariah Carey hilariously drops in and stays at our youth hostel and I played the hotel, the hostel manager.
3: How was that? How?
1: I have signed an NDA.
3: <gasps> oh, okay. So I can tell you
1: that, and then she, and that was absolutely the wonderful person. Really, <laughs> really, really,
2: really. <laughs> I can't wait till this podcast ends. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> can you can. tell us the
1: real Tweet shit. me, guys, at Press Tom.
2: <laughs> you oh, wow. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. because she's known for being a bit of a diva so it was all things along those lines it was all things along those lines did
2: she actually show up?
1: after an eight hour wait yes (laughs) No, but I do, no. did get to improvise a bit at the beginning of the ad when the, uh, the, my assistant in the ad runs in and tells me that Mariah Carey's coming to stay and I say, and I improvised this line which stayed in it which was fantastic uh, Mariah Carey, what off of Christmas
3: which I'm just <laughs> really pleased oh, about joy, Yeah exactly, oh.
1: I'm so pleased that stayed in because that says everything
3: Now it's gummy mummy confessions time.
1: Oh wow, right yeah, okay
3: Yeah, yes. you got one Tom
1: So when I, So this is an example of my bad parenting So when I saw this, I was like, well, this isn't... I genuinely think I'm fantastic at parenting. Do you have that? Where you're like, I'm really fucking good at this and then I sort of dug into my experiences and I was like yeah I've done some bad things <laughs> so uh, one of them is I gave my, I mentioned it earlier actually I gave my son coffee when he was three years old and I thought it would be quite funny to see if he had some coffee and it was cold well
3: and, you got it for free presumably exactly right? it was yeah. free
1: Nescafe. cafe yeah um, have some of that Wogan juice um, <laughs> and uh, he didn't sleep uh, he didn't go to sleep until one o'clock in the morning why did you do because that because I genuinely didn't how of, much I, coffee I, did you give him um, he had probably I didn't, he, he had my mug and he was playing with my mug and I just kind of let it Happen
2: yeah. in that sort of.
1: I'm going to be that standoffish parent in that kind yeah. of. Yeah, he'll be fine. You
2: can let him explore. Yeah, and you know, tastes he's, and he to learn.
1: I don't want to be. I don't want to be a helicopter parent. And suddenly it's one o'clock in the morning and he's crying and bouncing off the walls. I was like...
3: <laughs> Make the room uh, stop moving. Yeah. I've given him toddler MDMA. You so, are a helicopter parent, it's just that the helicopter always crashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Uh, so that's one. And then another one was probably uh, the time that he was... Uh, Wilfrid was about 18 months old and just walking... And we were on the kitchen floor and I was putting his trousers on and I decided he could put his trousers on standing up. We were no longer at that. He lies down and I wiggle the trousers on stage. You're standing up, you step into the trousers. It's a great day. Yeah, it's a great day. day. And he did it and then I yanked the trousers up and he had a big head. So as I yanked the trousers up, the weight of his head just went and he (laughs) properly like imagine flipping a weeble. (laughs) He smacked his head on the floor oh, on, no. on the yeah oh, the,
2: that, that is the worst sound in the world is your child's head hitting anything
1: yeah. the silence afterwards
2: yeah, that, about oh, half a
1: millisecond okay. while they're drawing in breath <laughs> all the air in the world goes into their lungs oh and you're God. like well this is the next 20 minutes of my life <laughs> That's that. Smarties,
2: smarties, iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Can you. So. Can you, can you,
1: this is actually becoming sort of a case you study now, isn't it Can you tell the
2: story about the door that you had to cut a hole in?
1: Oh my god. That was <laughs> so. So. Oh, Jesus.
2: Ever seen on Facebook? Tom and I are friends, and I like literally did some wee when I saw your post.
1: Please so, tell this story. It was Christmas, and we had a load of friends over because that's the great thing about being a parent you make friends with other parents that you like, and they bring their kids over, and their kids get on with your kids, and they all play. And then Arthur, who's one of Rawford's best friends, who's absolutely gorgeous, adorable, quiet little boy, went to use the understairs toilet, uh, which is right next to us in the kitchen. And we kind of forgot about him for a while, and we were all <laughs> drinking and being merry, and we were quite pissed by this stage. And then we were like, Where's Arthur? The house, shut up, shut up, where's Arthur? we could hear, oh, my God.
0: Oh, I can my God. hear
1: him, because he's a quiet boy anyway. Daddy, daddy. Right, and he's banging on the door to, to try oh. and get out. And he was in the upstairs toilet, and he'd he jammed the lock, and the lock had fallen down. Right, the, the, the the nubbin on the lock that allows you to slide the lock backwards and forwards, that little nubbin had fallen out and fallen between the cracks in the floorboards. Oh, so no. he was absolutely locked. Basically, we all stood around, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, we'll work it out, we'll work it out. We'll work <clears throat> okay what the hell are we going to do and we're all sort of staring at it and Arthur's been great to be fair he wasn't upset he was really chilled his mum was there are you okay Arthur and he was like yeah yeah he was really genuinely fine this isn't a traumatised child story it really isn't um, but the parents were way more traumatised than him because we were like how the, f- how the fuck do
3: we get him out if we don't know what to do oh my god call Elon Musk
1: so at one stage Justin yeah, exactly Elon Musk um, can you make me some sort of tube um, so Justin uh, decided another dad decided what he was going to do was charge the door right? <laughs> And he was literally about to charge the door of an understairs toilet, a door that opens out, (laughs) not into the toilet. And also, had he charged that door in, to be clear, that door would have opened into a space the size of my arsehole. (laughs) So it would have obliterated everything inside the room. And he was literally about to start doing it. He was like, "Ah," running at this door. I was like, no, Justin, you can't do that. You'll squash Arthur. They will have a pancake pate child if you do that. All oh, right, okay, and then we were sort of trying to push it, up, and then we realised the only way to do it was to put our hands at the bottom of the door because it's really pathetic, crappy little internal door. It wasn't a fire door, um, and we just started to try and pull the door off the hinges, and it was just oh sheer gosh. mayhem. It was just pissed, desperate, <laughs> sweaty. Is this really happening? We also, at that stage, we'd been back in our newly refurbished house for six weeks. This was like oh. almost almost not far off a housewarming party. Hands under the door. We're like, Arthur, can you see our fingertips? Yeah, okay, stand at the back. And then we just pulled oh my God. the door. And thinking of the whole thing, the hinges would come away. And the fucking hinges were utterly resilient. So what we ended up doing was snapping the bottom of the door. B- chunks of the bottom of the door started to appear. Until we had like a giant mouse's hole. <laughs> and Arthur's <laughs> I face...
2: It was just the description of like... Drunk people like gnawing at the bottom yeah. of the door to get oh, a child out.
1: We were queuing up to take it in turns. <laughs>
2: like a, like like, a piñata yeah. it, it was like a door piñata
1: with a child inside the <laughs> Arthur's idyllic he's got such an angelic little face this sort of blonde hair, blue eyed face just appeared underneath the oh. door and he crawled out from underneath oh my god just, did you
2: all just so... have to hug each other afterwards a little bit
1: it was a bit like that and then of course life being what it is the door stayed like that for six weeks <laughs> there's nowhere people people would go and have wheeze in there I, could, I remember walking down one morning and I was like Beth, I can see your legs. She's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> I'm having a piss. I'm literally watching you while well, I'm eating my cereal, having a piss because you see right through the door.
3: Oh. <gasps> and then Elon Musk called you a pedo on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Real
1: punchline. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, Elon Musk? Please oh, have a, a day man. off, Elon. Hey, Elon Musk. And then um, what's his name as well? Uh, um, Dawkins today. Dawkins saying that the sound of a church bell is much nicer than the sound of Allah Akbar. Uh, oh, guys. Oh, no can we stop. John Cleese, can we all stop these guys? Stop. Morrissey, stop Shush Shush no, no, all no. of you. No.
3: Shut your face, yeah. white men. You've had your turn. Bad gammon, bad nobody gammon. wants to hear any more from you. Not no. not including you. So. No, no, that's fine. I'm happy
1: to be silenced. I'm I'm keen on silence. As I said, silence men so we can all go and sit in the pub in silence. That's
3: fine. <laughs> really? I haven't got uh, my own confession, but I want to share one that we had at the show the other yeah, night. Go I can't on. remember which one which show it was, but um the, the child did a shit on the carpet. Goodness. Right we've all been there probably yeah. about three or four Ever just in the carpet and the mum she just you know you just when you're at the end of your rope and she just couldn't face it and she just closed the bedroom door. <laughs> so she just left it and the dad obviously then came and, and found it chanced upon it and he got a stanley knife and cut a hole in the carpet around the ship <laughs> oh my god so he cut like a circle of carpet out and just threw it in the bin. That is extraordinary. And then it just says, the hole is still there to this day. Fuck it. <laughs> that is extraordinary.
1: But
2: you know Isn't... what it is though. It's like the shithole. Like when you yeah. walk it's over it. Literally a shithole. shithole.
3: <laughs> how do oh you God. explain that to people? I mean, oh I mean, that's that's. I would not have just come up with that as a solution. Yeah. No. But, yeah fuck but I'm sure it.
1: there's an analogy or some sort of metaphor for how we deal with kids in that anything that they do and then they break just take the thing they've broken away I don't need it that much that's basically what it is and they've sort of done that with my life they've done that with my social life okay fine take my social life away I will cut away my social life and never use that again you just end up with a
3: carpet that's like a Swiss cheese or (laughs) It's a feature. It's yeah. a feature. Yeah,
1: need, if anything, we need kids to shit elsewhere on the carpet. <laughs> so we can sort of make it all symmetrical and match it up.
2: I have a confession. Um it was it's another waxing confession, Ellie. Oh
3: lovely. We yes. love your wax Helen Thorne's waxing stories. Eleven thirty, Thursday nights on Radio Four. <laughs> That's
1: that it. Just fifteen minutes for the first series.
3: Yes. <laughs> So I, I went to get just a half leg the other day. All right, at
2: my local. At...
3: Now, first of all, I'm not, I'm not into the waxing, but I've never understood why you would get a half leg. Why would you not just go a full shin. leg?
2: Yeah, no, so just 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 the knee, because that's all I you know expose. Obviously. Oh right, yes, oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. so I just want you know for the summer months for me, okay. so the top bits hairy and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. the top
1: bit looks like so. Like a fab. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. great, great. I'm just picturing uh, you know at weddings when uh, men in kilts lift up their clothes <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I'm so like I think it's fine
2: exactly right. anyway I so, said look I'll just get a nice little neat half leg to the mm. knee and, and the lady who was who was waxing me lifted up my skirt and said why not fall why not fall I'm with that. <laughs> I'm going to for it Rude.
1: Upsell me with my own cosmetic choices. I
2: know. I know. And, it was like, and then because I, I am me, I just went, oh, oh, all right then. And then she calls her friend in, and then look they, at
1: this, <laughs> come and check this. Oh
2: and they're both like, going oh. but like, spent so like hours, are like, like, and they're like separate. Like I was lying on my tummy at one stage, so I was separating my thighs, <laughs> oh, and like all these, no. so many with breaks, <laughs> and like a car jack, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of hook. <laughs> Roses oh appeared. <laughs> Quite a firm grip on my butto- buttocks and like kind of getting wow. into bits and stuff. But just at the end, she just finished with, oh my God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then I paid her, this <laughs> <knock>. <laughs> oh. and I ran away.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> and then she started building a huge bonfire.
1: <laughs> As she closed the door, did you just hear a into of the,
0: <laughs> the things I've seen, dear mother, today have been a good day.
3: Oh, oh
1: my god oh. I thought it was bad when I had to do Terry Waite when he just got <laughs> <quit laughs> out oh. state of Terry Waite's oh pubes after all oh my god that is uh. <laughs> my legs were like Terry Waite's pubes <laughs>
0: That is exquisite. Oh, yeah. oh. I once had
1: to do a uh, sex scene with Billy Piper in the Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Oh my God. Yeah, I had to get fully naked with Billy Piper, which was oh. genuinely horrendous. And I wrote you... an entire Edinburgh show about this, so um, too late, guys. Too late if you missed oh. Um And uh, in order to do that, I have an incredibly, monumentally, depressingly uh, hairy back. It's... Genuinely horrific,
2: like like a like a welcome mat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Something so to wipe I, your feet I on. Yeah, yes, so I got it waxed before oh, the uh, yes. shoot, and yeah. it got really badly infected. Oh no! You're opening all those pores for the yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah. Really they're,
2: they're They're like yes, like it was, virgin pores. Oh, no. It was
1: so painful. It was. So fucking painful. I can't believe oh. the pain I went through to then go into a sex scene with Billy Piper. There was a moment on the second day, because it was a two day shoot and we were basically both naked for the whole two days. And on the second day, there was a moment when we were in doggy position and she just started, uh, we were waiting for a setup, and we were in the position and she started idly bouncing her ass back because the boy on oh oh, my groin. Oh, and that was oh. the moment when I got aroused. Up to that point, I'd been like the least aroused I've ever been in my life. But when Billy Piper starts basically simulating sex, <laughs> in a really absent-minded moment, I was like, holy shit, (laughs) do that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> uh and then yeah, it was that was a really that was a difficult yeah. two days, but that was a whole new podcast to talk about.
3: That, well sure, wow you um, dropped that late. Sorry, I did. Off. Next time, guys, next yeah, time we'll no, Next time Billy we'll go. start with We'll Millie open Pope. the
1: batting with that. Yeah,
3: yeah wow. wow. Amazing scenes. I don't I want mean. this podcast no. to end, but we have to end it, Ellie. It must end, and it must end as always with admin, Helen. Oh, I love admin, Ellie. W.scummymummies.com. That's our website That's it. Don't forget that www. they'll never find it without that. never find Colon slash slash Yes (laughs) That's right. Uh, for tickets for all our live shows. We're going all round the country. We've got a big Christmas tour coming up. Yes, we've just booked ten dates for our Christmas
2: tour. We're going to Cambridge, Winchester, Hertfordshire all over again. I think we're going back to
3: Bath, hopefully. Please follow us on the Instagram and all the rest of it at Scummy Mummies. And our book is still in print. That's right. It was <laughs> yes. five pounds fifty-one on Amazon the other day, wasn't it, Ellie? Very reasonable.
2: Very reasonable. It's like it's like an oat milk latte and a yes. biscuit. Uh, Tom
3: Price, what would you like to plug?
1: Uh, I would love it if you follow me on the Twitters at Price Tom and please listen to my magic show I guess the which is on listen
3: to my magic please show please listen to my magic show <laughs> well,
1: that'll be you can hear me take my hat off oh my god it's a dove and now here's Phil
3: Collins every weekend, from, every weekend morning from Spades every weekend six o'clock yes
1: we definitely don't play the Ace of Spades, but I will reveal that as a card. Yes, correct.
3: Oh, well, there we are. I hear the drums echoing tonight. Da, 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 it is time so nice to da, da. end the podcast. د, 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 Thank down. you for being an amazing guest Tom so Price. Nice, Thank you so much for having me. I really oh, enjoyed oh, sweating on your sofa. I'm, I'm quite clammy. It's been a yeah. privilege <laughs> yeah. to
1: get clammed up. quite mm,
3: here. The
1: aircon air in yeah. here is not working. Oh, it's awful. To get that sorted
3: alright well your comments have been noted (laughs) (laughs) feedback taken on board just peel myself off you're welcome until next time bye bye
2: Uh, we have a game called Anything for Money, right. in which we have a sex act, a bowl of celebrities, and some money—just uh, random money figures—and you have to pick one from each. And whether you would do
3: that, oh, nice, yeah, it's a really good. good game. That's a good yeah. game. Well, I think my favourite one was—I think it was fifteen thousand. Was it? Yeah. Would you for fifteen thousand pounds? Let's see, Tom. You go. Would you rim Bill Oddie?
1: Bill Oddy. <laughs> The fifteen. Kitchen
3: thinking, doesn't it? Doesn't uh, it? Just like on, a new kitchen?
2: Uh, yeah. Just yeah. on the
1: cusp that, isn't it? Yeah. How long would I have to rim in for? Can I have a uh, if it's just time like, point like a, a minute. minute? No, mm. that's disgusting. <laughs> no. If it was like that, hey, if it was like five seconds. Just a little
2: like like three taps.
1: And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then every now if I did that, every time I walked into my new kitchen, I'd think I remember Bill Oddie for this. And it would really take away from the pleasure of the kitchen. Yeah, it would always have that taste, wouldn't you? <laughs> it would always taste. Like, I, I wouldn't want my kitchen to taste of Bill Oddie's
3: arsehole. No, no. <laughs> well, someone's funny. overly confident Nescafe are going to pick up the phone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, to I be fair to Nescafe, their
1: coffee does taste of Bill Oddie's arsehole.
4: So. Uh, oh,